Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today we are talking more about summertime. If you missed last week's episode, I hope you go back and you have a listen because I shared with you five steps on things that you can do to plan for the most awesome summer ever. And we're continuing that conversation this week on today's show, talking about ways that you can bring some extra magic into summertime for yourself, for your kids, for your family, even after work, before work, and on the weekends. Because you know what? As a working mom we don't get summer break. We might have some vacations. We might ease up on a few projects at work, but maybe not. Maybe it is a busy time for you. Everyone's job is a little bit different, but that doesn't mean we can't make it special for our kids. You know, summer is one of those magical, special times in childhood and honestly, even in adult life. I still love summertime. It makes me super duper happy and it just brings so much light and joy into my life. And I've heard from a lot of people in our Facebook group that it does the same for them as well. So if that is you and you really want to make summer extra special for your kids, then this episode is for you. And you know what? We even say kids, but really, I'm going to challenge you to make it extra special for yourself too. I think that we need to reclaim summertime, even as adults, and enjoy that freedom and that just free feeling that comes with summertime. I know that's a little redundant, but bear with me. Now, if you are new to this show, this show is for working Christian moms. And, you know, working mom, like that's one of those things. You define that however you need to define that for you. I know some of our moms listening to the show work full time. Some of them travel a lot for work like I used to. Now I travel just a little bit. In fact, I'm getting ready to leave on a work trip tomorrow morning. So it's a little bit chaotic for me today. And honestly, I'm a little bummed because I don't want to (laughs) leave. I kind of like being home now and not traveling so much, but that's just the way it is, right? So I'm going to make the most of it. And I know some other moms listening to this work part-time or maybe own their own businesses or even just volunteer in the church. But when you are devoting passions and God's gifts that he's given you to other things outside of the home, plus trying to balance raising kids, having a marriage, and everything else life has to throw at you, this is the show for you. If you feel like you're stressed out, if you feel like, oh my gosh, how in the world am I going to get through? This show is for you because we truly believe that your life rocks. It doesn't stink. It's not crazy. It's not super stressful. It's not overwhelming. It truly rocks. Being a working mom is awesome and it is so full of blessings and that's what the show is all about. Now, in addition to that, we truly believe that life balance is possible here and just like working mom can be defined and different for everybody, so can balance. Don't buy into the lie that balance is not possible because it is truly a lie because with Christ Jesus, everything is possible, including balance. But the great thing is we get to define what balance is for ourselves. So this show is all about helping you do that and equipping you to grow in eight different areas of your life. Now, today's show really kind of fits into a couple of those areas. I mean, we're talking about parenting, we're going to talk a little bit about marriage, and we're going to talk a lot about fun. So let's 
dive into the show. I hope, as always, you have a notebook handy, a pen, pencil, because we are going to get to work. Like I said, these are practical shows. These shows are designed to help you grow and to help you reach your goals and to get into action, most importantly. That's what we're all about on the show. It's what we're all about inside our Life Balance membership and everything that we do here at Your Life Rocks. Now, with that in mind, as we start going through this exercise and some tips, I'm going to be giving you some examples. I want you to keep in mind, this is not a checklist. This is not a you must do list. This is not about adding more onto your plate. This is about you choosing to live life fully. This is about you choosing to make fun a priority in your life, making fun for your kids this summer a priority in your life. And hopefully it'll be in an easy way to do it. Now, as I offer these suggestions, they are just suggestions. Every family is very, very different. I was just talking to my friend Amber about that on Vox, about how the way that I raise my kids are very different from the way that she raises her kids. And it's not that one is better than the other. Sometimes we get that in our head and it's not the case. So whatever works for your family, this is your opportunity to plan and live and have grace in that. Not what works for someone else, what works for you. All right, so the very first thing that we want to do is first, and I've said this before, this is the best parenting advice anyone's ever given me, is ask your kids how they feel most loved. You know, sometimes we start thinking about how to make things special for our kids. I'm super guilty of this around their birthday or around Christmas time or anything that's kind of a major holiday. I go overboard and I drive myself crazy. I add so much stress to my plate when it does not need to be there. Honestly, if I ask my kids what they want, what makes an event special, it's always far less than the things that I think need to have happen. So ask your kids what makes them feel most loved because at the end of the day, That's truly what having a magical summer is about, right? Is we want our kids to feel loved. We want them to feel special. We want them to create those memories that as an adult, they look back on and cherish. So ask them, how do they feel most loved? And ask them also what their favorite summer memory is. One, it'll be fun to reminisce. But then two, it gives you a good idea on the things that they're attracted to, the things that mean something to them. It's not that you're going to go and try to recreate that memory because if you've ever tried to recreate something before, it's never as good as the first time. So I highly recommend not doing that. But for example, my older son, I asked him this question the other night, what his favorite summer memory was. And it was a camping trip. And I asked him, I said, well, what was about that camping trip that you loved so much? And he loved that we went on an unplanned hike through the woods, not on a trail. And he just liked that as a family, we were relying on each other, that we didn't really have a plan and that there was no stress about it. And it was just kind of a walk in the woods. And so I was like, okay, he likes the kind of the carefree time when we're all together. There's not an agenda. There's not a plan. There's not a mission, right? Where sometimes we can have a mission, even if it's a time frame, right? Where we were just wandering in the woods during a camping trip, really just killing time until it was time to light a fire and roast some marshmallows. But for him, he loved that spontaneity and just being able to be free, with each other. And so I thought, okay, how can I duplicate that same kind of an experience without it being the same? So how can we ditch some of the timelines, ditch some of the agendas, ditch some of the goals and just be with each other this summer? So that's the whole point of asking your kids that question. So number one, ask your kids how they feel most loved. Number two, ask them their favorite summer memory. Now this next one, 
you're going to do the exact same thing with your husband. <laughs> Ask him those same exact questions. You know, sometimes, you know, you might go to a marriage conference or, you know, have a conversation at one point in time. Maybe you've read the love languages and had that conversation with your husband and kind of figured out what his love language is. And then we kind of ditch it. We never come back to it, but we need to come back to things because seasons change. Well, people don't always change, but you know what I mean? It's good to have a refresher. So ask your husband how he feels most loved. What is it that you do that makes him feel most loved, most respected? And it gives you some really great insight on the things that you can do, the things you can plan for him this summer. Also ask him what his favorite summer memory was, maybe from when he was a kid, maybe from, you know, early on in your marriage or whatever his favorite memory is, what his favorite thing that he loves about summer. Because again, it just gives you that much more insight because I know we talk a lot about kids, okay? We talk a lot about making things magical for kids, but let's be real. Let's be honest with each other. If mom and dad are not having fun, it's probably not going to be fun for the kids. So why not plan things that you enjoy? Why not plan things that your husband enjoys? Because if your husband's having a great time, you'll have a great time. And then the kids are naturally going to have a great time because you guys are having a great time and they will feed off of that. So push that in there, right? So after you ask your husband those questions, then you have to ask yourself those same questions. Ask yourself, how do you feel most loved? You know, sometimes it's good just to connect with ourselves in that way so we can then communicate that out to the people in our lives. Now, this isn't all about that, but it's just a good touch point. If you're asking everyone else, you might as well ask yourself too, right? But ask yourself really what your favorite summer memory is. And same thing, how can you incorporate that in? I know for me, one of my very favorite summer memories was when I was a teenager And a good friend of mine, we stayed up really late one night, just laying on her trampoline, looking at the stars and talking and just being and just relaxing. And I just remember the smell of mint in the air from some local farms. And I remember that the warm air and hearing the sounds of the crickets. And you know what? I want to duplicate that. Now, I don't want to trampoline in my backyard for many reasons. One, I would love to, but it's just not a priority right now, but what else can I do to replicate that? And I thought, you know what? It would be really great to have like a hammock or something like that in the backyard where I can just relax at night and smell the smells of summer nights and hear the sounds and just be. And if someone wants to come out there and chat with me, awesome. And if not, then I can listen to some good music or a podcast or an audio book. But just to have that freedom of, you know what? It doesn't matter what bedtime is. It doesn't matter what time, what's going on. Obviously, this is not something I'll be doing on Tuesday night, (laughs) but on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, that's something I could really look forward to. And it's a way that I can provide that self-care for myself by duplicating that summer memory. And as I was sharing that with my older son, he was like, that'd be kind of fun to hang out with you out there sometimes. And I thought, well, that could give us a really good opportunity to bond and talk. And so sometimes we have to make room in our schedule, room in our life for those kind of opportunities to present themselves. So ask yourself what your favorite memory is and see how you can duplicate that. Just the same as you're doing with your husband, just the same as you're doing with your kids. Okay. All right. Super. So now that should give you a good idea of some thought starters, some things to kind of get those juices rolling. Now, like I said, I'm not going to give you a list of things for you to do. This is for you to come up with your own list of what works for your family, but I'm just going to walk you through those steps. And these questions are just the kickoff. They're just the starting point on making this a reality for you. 
Now, one of the things I highly recommend is you're making this list, and we're going to go through some more thought starters for you on how you can kind of start making this list. If you're started in your notebook, pen and paper, awesome. I highly recommend once you have your list done that you put it over into a Google Doc or a note that you can attach as a reminder to your calendar. And I actually have it in two separate lists. So I have one that's just for after work stuff during the week and one that's for the weekend. And I'll attach those lists as a reminder to like Friday night for the weekend. So it can kind of be like, oh yeah, that would be a great thing for us to do Saturday morning or Saturday night or even Friday night. You know, we need to have those reminders. I don't know about you, but I can't remember everything. I try, but sometimes I forget. And that is like one of the hardest things about being intentional is that we have that moment where we're like, yes, I'm going to be intentional. And we think through all these great things. And then life happens and we get busy and we forget about those intentions. So we have to have those systems in place, which is one of our three pillars to balance. Systems is number three. God is number one. Number two is community. Number three is systems. We have to have those systems in place to help keep us intentional, to remind us of what those intentions actually are. Now, I also have the document linked into my weekly planning sheet. So if you've done our weekly success planning workshop, it's a free course you can take, you can sign up if you haven't at weeklysuccessplanning.com. But it's really helping you get proactive and prep for the week ahead for all areas of your life. We're not just talking about your food. (laughs) We're talking about everything. And I include this list in that weekly planning because you know what? Some of the things on my list might be like a science experiment of making slime or, you know, something like that that my kids really enjoy. I might need to make sure when I'm doing my grocery shopping that I buy borax or I buy Elmer's glue or buy glow sticks or whatever it is that I'm going to need to do the activities that I want to do during that week with my kids. I might need to buy that. And I do all my shopping when I do my weekly prep. So it's important that I link that list with my weekly prepping. That way I can be proactive and be planning ahead. And I can like hint to things I want to keep as a surprise or let them know what's coming so that they have something to look forward to and be excited about. And I have something to look forward to and be excited about, right? When I'm sitting through in those long meetings at work, I can be thinking, you know what, when I get home tonight, We are going to have a dance party with glow sticks, and I'm pretty excited about that, right? I think that that kind of stuff is fun. So it's good that we keep fun alive in our life, especially in summertime. Okay, so now I'm going to give you a bunch of thought starters. So if you're driving or working out right now while you're listening to this and you're not in a place where you can be writing this down, just be thinking about these ideas, and then when you're done, write them down. And if you need to, listen to the podcast again so that you can get them, okay? So number one are what are your favorite summer foods? You know, sometimes it's just as simple as making sure that we're planning dinner around some foods that are fun to eat, like watermelon, like corn on the cob. You know, you think about some of these things, like even on a Wednesday night having dessert that's s'mores, like that is fun, guys. I don't know about you, but I think that that's pretty fun. So the more you can be thinking about these things, the more things that your family likes, maybe it's a lemonade, maybe it's something completely weird and off the wall, but it just reminds you of summer or reminds your family of summer. Make that part of your meal planning. Bring those foods in so that it really truly feels like summer. I know for me, a big part of that is 
the Otter Pops, like the little ices, making sure I always have those in the freezer. Like that's a big part of summer. It makes summer magical for my kids. I mean, when I ask them what some of their favorite summer foods are, the Otter Pops are certainly them. Now there's organic ones and things like that that you can buy. You don't have to buy Otter Pops, obviously, but you know, it's the same kind of idea. It's that frozen food. I mean, you can even make your own, right? Blend up your own fruit and put it in a freezer and make that work for you. Maybe it's ice cream, maybe it's hamburgers, maybe it's just barbecuing, but really think about those foods that represent summer for you and for your family. Next, what are your favorite family activities? Now, you're going to get a lot of this just from the questions that you ask your family and you ask yourself, but even thinking about, you know, like for me, my family is a big hiking family and we're a big movie family. And summertime, there's a lot of blockbusters, there's a lot of movies to go see. So we always want to try to incorporate that in. But being that we also love outside, we sometimes will do movies outside where we will present them up onto the, we'll put like a sheet on the fence and then we'll like use a projector, rent a projector and put them up on the sheet. I used to have a job where I used to have to travel around and do a lot of presentations and so I had a projector and so it just made it really easy. We would just set up lawn chairs in the backyard and play a movie and it was awesome. But you can do that kind of stuff. You just have to be creative, but think about what those favorite family activities are that you guys do and how can you incorporate them in in a small way. The next question I have for you is what makes your kids laugh? I don't know about you, but when I think about summer, I think about joy, I think about happiness, I think about laughter. So what things can you do that are really going to make your kids laugh? Now, this one is going to be so different for everybody, so I'm not even going to give you any details, but I know for my kids, tag, actually I'm going to give you one, tag is like a huge thing. So how can I incorporate tag in after work? Well, you know what? I got to get a workout in too. So why not, instead of just going for a run, play tag with my kids and listen to them laugh. When I hear them laugh, my stress decreases so very much and it makes my life a whole lot more enjoyable. Now, this next question, we've already talked about a little bit, but you know, when you ask those questions about what their favorite summer memories are, think about how you can take those elements, the things that at the end of the day are really at the core of what those favorite memories are and incorporate that in to the everyday or even just every week right on the weekends how can you kind of fit that stuff in i mean if it's going somewhere on a trip that they love then how can you plan for some more trips this summer even if it's a trip to the next town over it doesn't have to be anything huge if one of their favorite parts of summer is swimming how can you get more swimming in if it's hiking how can you get more hiking in if it's just spending time with you how can you do more of that So figure out all of those different ways that you can bring in those little elements. Now, one of the things that I really love about summer are just some of the senses, like the smells, the sounds, the sights. I already kind of talked about that evening smell of sitting outside and smelling the mint. But it's even the smell of suntan lotion. Like I love the smell of suntan lotion, like that coconutty, beachy smell. So I went to the store and I bought like house scents, like the little wax pods that kind of mimic that coconutty smell to have around the house because it doesn't have to be things that eat up our time. Some of these elements can be things that we add in just to the house and the decor and the way things look in our house. I mean, if, you know, one of my younger sons, the things that he loves about summer is how light it is. I mean, we live in the Pacific Northwest, so 
We don't get a lot of sun all year round, but in the summertime we do. And he notices that. And that's one of the things he loves about summer is that light and bright. So I'm going to make sure we open up the blinds and we let as much of that light into the house as possible. So find those little elements, the little things that you can do that will make a huge difference for you and your family. All right, so this is the last tip that I have for you. And this is a big one because this one, you can go wild with your imagination and really, truly, the possibilities are endless. And this is how you can take those everyday things and create a summer spin. I mean, think about it. Every night, you're gonna have dinner, right? Just about every night. So on some of those nights, could you have a picnic in the backyard? Could you have a picnic in the park? Could you, I mean, even if you're just thinking like, okay, we're so busy, it's gonna be like a drive-through dinner. Can you pick up the drive-through dinner and go to a park and have a picnic? Like keep a blanket in the back of your car or something just so you can always be ready for that. Think about all of those little ways that you can put a summer spin on stuff. I mean, I even bought like these little sprinkles that have like fish and like little water droplets and they just kind of reminded me of summer. And I put it in my kid's oatmeal the other day because it was like summer's coming and he was kind of down that, you know, he was still in school and he wanted school to be over. And so I wanted him to get excited and be looking forward to summer coming. And so I put some of the sprinkles in his oatmeal. I know some of you are health nuts out there and you're like, that's added sugar. What are you doing? It's okay. I promise it's okay. So I just put some of these sprinkles in his oatmeal just to have a little summer spin, right? And it could be something small. It could be buying a new bath sponge for your kids or even for yourself that's in the shape of a pineapple, right? That's summery, even like a pineapple toothbrush. Like think about those little things that are everyday pieces of life, but how can we add more fun to them? How can we add some summer stuff to them. Because you know what, you guys, although right now it is May, June is quickly coming. I know a lot of school districts are already out for the summertime, which is nuts to me. I mean, we still have three weeks left, but it's fastly moving. And before we know it, September will be here. August will be here. The kids will be back in school and we will be getting ready for fall. So it's up to us as the moms to really be thinking intentionally about how we can make the very best summer possible because we only have one summer of 2018 ladies only one and I know we've been talking about this a lot lately but thinking how many years we have left with our kids until they're grown up and out of the house and even for me I'm thinking about how many summers I have until I'm 40 only a couple (laughs) so you know time is going by and we need to be intentional about every single moment And this is a perfect segue to our Bible verse for this episode. You know, we try to incorporate a Bible verse into every single episode that we have because you know what? As Christian women, we should be inviting God into every single moment of every single day. That is why it's our number one pillar to having balance in your life. I mean, without Jesus, you can do all the systems you want. You can try to build all these healthy habits, but truly he's the Prince of Peace for a reason. He is the purpose. He threw him all of the other things are possible. All of the fruits of the spirit, the things that we long for in life are available through him. It's our number one thing is to seek him. And so we bring him into this podcast by talking about a Bible verse and relating it back to really what we're talking about. Now, always, whenever I'm mentioning these Bible verses, I highly encourage you to go and find them and read them in context with how they're placed into the Bible to really study them and ask God to speak to your heart about what this verse is saying 
for you. Now, for me, I was really led to Psalm 90:12, and it says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And the thing I love the Bible is the Spirit uses it to speak to us on so many different levels. And for me, it's just really, this verse speaks to me in a big way of realizing <laughs> how many days we actually have and how important and how precious every single day is. And when we realize that, it gives us wisdom on how we can best utilize our time, not just in what we're doing, but also our mindset and the way that we're approaching our day. I mean, I will be honest with you guys. When I started today, I was not feeling great. I was kind of in one of those fogs, those hazes. I don't know if you've ever had that day where you're just kind of tired, but it's not like you're sleepy tired. It's just kind of like a mer kind of a day <laughs> where you're like, I can't really focus and I'm just kind of slugging along and I'm drinking more coffee than normal. And, you know, it really hit me that it was a gratitude issue. Like I really had to turn the day over to God and say, you know what, God, this is the day that you have made and I'm going to count it good. Regardless of what happens, even though it's not the best day ever where I can count all these things great, I don't know what's going to happen in the next hour. Maybe something will happen the next hour and I can count today great, but even if it doesn't, I'm going to praise you today. I'm going to praise you in the day that I am in. I'm going to seek you in the darkness that I feel. And that gives me wisdom and it gives me strength. And you know what? After I kind of turn that over to God, I'm feeling 100% better. And this is also why community is so important, is I reached out to a friend and said, I'm having a rough day. Can you please pray for me? And she prayed for me. And you know what? She was having a similar day and I prayed for her. And so I highly encourage that you find those people in your life. And if you're looking for people like that in your life, come on over to our Facebook group. We would love to hang out with you. It's full of other working Christian moms, just like you, encouraging each other. Feel free, if you're part of that group, Put your prayer requests in there. Let us know how we can support you. And I would love to hear about what you are doing to make summer special. We learn best from each other, right? Like I love hearing ideas of what other moms are doing so that I can start to do that for my family. So I've shared some ideas with you on this show. Pop over to the Facebook group and share those ideas with me because I want to learn from you as well. Now, if you're looking for extra systems, extra support to help you create more balance in your life, summer is one of those renewing times where you kind of dig deep and work on self-development and kind of pour into yourself. For me, summer is the perfect time for me to do that. I just, I don't know what it is, but it's just a naturally renewing time where I'm always looking for new books and new ways of just pouring into myself for growth and development. And if you're looking for that, then it might be the perfect time for you to join Life Balance Membership. You can start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Now, inside the membership, we do have the weekly success planning course. We actually have two different versions of it, one that fits into the Life Balance system and one that is weekly success planning, our free course. And so if you're not quite yet ready for the membership, but you definitely want to create some more systems, this is a really great place for you to start. And again, it's completely free. You can sign up for it, have the full course, the worksheets, all of it by going to weeklysuccessplanning.com. Now, speaking of intentional living and growth, next week we are talking to a financial expert all about investments. You guys, investments is one of those things that was really intimidating to me and felt a little out of reach. But our guest really breaks it down, makes it simple, and actually, let me tell you a secret, makes it kind of fun. So I hope you stick around next week for that episode. If you haven't yet hit subscribe, make sure you do so you don't miss any of the great upcoming episodes we have for you. So until then, 
keep building a life that rocks. Bye.